Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody and welcome in to the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. Today, we continue our top 100 favorite Star Wars characters. Today is part three, and we know that in the previous parts, they were a bit long-winded. We went uh, through 25 characters each, well, 25 and then 26. We knocked out 50 through 100 in the first two parts of this, which is a lot. Uh, so from here on in, we're actually going to be attacking it uh, 10 at a time. This week, we are doing the 40s, 40 through 49, mm -hmm. uh, starting at the bottom, working up to 40. And uh, I'm very excited about it. I got a good slate of characters here. It should be a lot shorter than the first two, if I had to guess so myself. Um, so if you're ready, I'm ready, my friend. Oh. Oh, I'm ready. And and this time, you know, we, we are fresh off of, com we've completed the Mandalorian now, uh, so mm, a little yes. readjust. One run, one readjust was done for me, but it, it doesn't yeah. affect this episode. Same for me. doesn't affect um, this episode either, and it wouldn't have yeah. at all. Uh, she was not, Bo-Katan was not in the 40s previously. Yeah. She has worked her <laughs> way up. Yeah. Um, but I do have one, and actually it's my first. I'm starting off with someone who could very well be readjusted very soon. Mm. Um, sooner than the next show that's coming out, actually. I think, like, this week, possibly. Oh. Um, this is where I have Cal Kestis, is who ah. I'm actually starting off with. Uh, we, You know, supposed to come out, I guess, a week or, week or two ago. But then they're like, ah, we'll hold off. And then Mandalorian finishes, and then they're like, okay, now we release the game. Mm -hmm. Which is curious, uh, you know. I'm I'm interested if you know we start to play through the game and and then we see some. I I'm not sure. I, I guess what we would see, um, but I don't know. It was just curious that they I, maybe maybe it was just delayed for game reasons and not necessarily yeah. story. I know, mean, it was like only that. delayed a month though, which is like curious. I don't like, feel like you delaying it a month is going to get you a lot of time to f clean stuff up. You know, it feels like that's just a. Hmm. We should we should release it after the Mandalorian, yeah. and maybe it was just a business decision. Like, uh, it won't mm -hmm. get enough shine because the Mandalorian's going on. We That's wait fair. until it's over. Let's and... wait for all the hype in and then drop mm -hmm. the game. Let people yeah. play after they binge the show. That's that's okay. Kind of smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess business wise, smart. But the first game and the reason why he's here in the first place. You know, he wouldn't be here just off the hype of the second. No, game. no, no, no. Um, he's here. He's here by by himself, and you know, we we had, he had his little buddy. I had him uh, BD1 down there at 72. Uh, but Cal, Cal's got a little more to him. Um, and uh, I don't know, it's, it's you know, the guy you play with. I kind of wish you could create your own character. You know, that it wouldn't be one. Just Cal Kestis. And, it, like, I, I think that at first is, like, that's the Star Wars game I want. But then you don't get, like, the really good story, story. like, character-driven yeah. story. that You're basically, like, playing through a movie. 
uh, yeah. when you play those games. So, um, yeah, Fallen Order is incredible. Yeah, so who knows? Maybe we get some live action cow in Ahsoka. You know, another orange friend. You know, uh, maybe yeah, this Ahsoka, one orange hair. Cow, Maz, BB-8, everyone orange. Commander Cody somehow popping up in Ahsoka. All um, the orange. Yeah, every, anyone who's orange um, is going to pop up. You know, that's why the sabers are orange. It's Ahsoka. Yeah, right. It's like, and Dave Filoni's like, oh no, it's because in the original trilogy they were orange in some of the shots. I wanted to pay on my okay. No, you you were you're doing something new here or something. But I, I just feel like it's just Ahsoka orange, theme orange. I don't know. Yeah. So, no, I get it. I like, is is your 49 someone orange by chance? Or orange no, to their character it is, design? No, it is not. not no, no orange. Uh, she has partaken in the Rebels, um, or uh, in the Rebellion, I should say, not in the show okay. Rebels. Uh, okay. This is an off-screen character. It's uh, actually a comics character. Ooh, for me, um, in Sana Staros. Sana Saros. Staros. Oh, Staros. Let's see. Okay, I I spelled Sana. I I did S A U. Okay, okay. She actually has an ongoing comic right now, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Like where she's the titular character. She's actually a spinoff character from Doctor Afra Comics. Um, she was Dr. Afra's partner at one point, which is really cool. Dr. Afra will be a little bit later. Um, I, I just really, really enjoy this character. Uh, the ongoing comic book she has right now is really, really good. A third issue just came out yesterday. I haven't got a chance to read it, but I did pick it up. Um, and I'm excited to dig into it. Uh, she's just really cool, you know. Uh, Dr. Afra's thing is to kind of fuck over the people she loves. Um, she's a complicated she's a complicated cat. Um, okay. And Sana Staros recognizes her for what she is, but can't just can't quit it. Um, like really, really just has a lot of love in her heart for her. And I think uh she's she's just cool, man. I don't have a lot I don't have a lot to say about Sana Staros. It's just been a little bit of re- maybe a little recency bias here because of the ongoing comic run and stuff, but uh I just really, really enjoy her. We got to meet her family in the ongoing comic run, which is cool. She's got uh She's married got, to Han Solo by chance. I don't know. I read a little ish. line that she's she claimed to be married to Han Solo, um, <laughs> but though he denied it, and regardless, they were not on good terms after the Battle of Yavin. Mm. Um, okay, okay, Han. Yeah. And Sana. Han and Sana. Yeah, no, Sana's a she's a good chick, and uh, she, like I said, fought for the rebels for a little bit. Um, but yeah, she's just a just a cool character, and I'm excited to get more of her. I'm hoping to one day we get Doctor Afra and Sana Staros on screen. I think that would be kick ass, and I think that in this timeline that we seem to be focusing a lot on, it'd be ripe for the ripe for the picking. I think oh. uh, so. I would love to see Sana Staros on screen, but if we never do, that's perfectly fine with me as well. The comics adaptation is incredible, uh, mm. super cool character. Strongly recommend you pick up her book. So. Uh, it's also written by Justina Ireland, who wrote a lot of High Republic comics, and Sana Staros has uh, ancestors who are in the High Republic. So there's that there's that layer too. Her one of her uh, ascendants, I guess she's the descendant of a uh, a senator, a galactic senator, um, which is cool. Um, yeah, just a cool character. Love me some Sana Staros. I had her at forty nine here. Yeah, she's. Oh no! Just scrolling through her, her little wiki page, she's she's got some some big character interactions. Mm, um, yeah, scenes. they kind of have to in the comics. Hmm. 
I see. Okay. Well, uh, moving on here. Uh, we've already mentioned him before in an episode or two previous, maybe. Um, this is where we lined up last time perfectly um, with Chirrut mm. Mwe. Um, Chirrut. Let's see. Last time he was he was fifty six for the both of us. Uh, now he's forty eight. So I guess he even he got a little rise uh, for me even. Um, I guess that. it's it's you go back to that Rogue One or that Andor. Just uh, whenever you hear a character from Rogue One or Andor, you just you just look back on it and reflect. It's just ah, uh, you know, just a yeah. nice ah. Uh, like oh, and, what a guy, what a good person. And sure, right, right from the moment he pops on camera, you're like, okay, you're like, what's going on with this guy? Yeah, um, instantly. Super uh, interesting. Oh yeah, and and he, I don't know, he he did exactly what he needed to do. The force protected him while it could, and once he completed his mission, and I mean, he was going to go anyway, I guess. You know, the whole planet went. This this might have been faster. Um I'm yeah, I'm curious like I'm curious like he went in like a thermal, you know, explosion in a ship, right? Or no. No, that's Bodhi Rook. That's um, okay. No, he didn't. I'm sure oh, Mway no, marches he out went and with just some oh no, he got oh no. He got shot. Was, yeah, no. Yeah, it was not it was not fast. It was slow. Um because he thought, got oh, he had no, last words. I thought that he was no yeah, he walked to yeah. the to this, like a switch, yeah. or like a panel, yeah. and then flipped it. Yeah, and flipped then, the switch. And then, okay, that's right. Yeah, he oh, just it got was shot. an explosion. That's all. Yeah, no, it was more. Uh, Bay's got taken in an explosion though. Um, mm. When he looked but over, he got a look over at him. Yeah, yeah that was. Yeah, sure. No, he had uh, he had last words and everything. Like Bay's went that's, and comforted him as he was dying. That's true. Um, no, oh. look to the force, and you will find me. It's a bar. It's a bar, turret. Hell of a last word there. Single movie character right there. Just that's it. Indeed. You know? Wow. But sure, didn't didn't quite line up this time. That's no, okay. We have no, a, a lot. Off. You you've had a lot more characters added to the repertoire. Indeed. Um, and that was going to make it just even harder. It, even it's insane that we did it in the first place. Um, yeah, would have been in, even more. Insane with the force and the forces with us, I suppose. Exactly. Um, exactly. But yeah, but no, yeah, no, cool. Yeah. I uh, I had him at seventy, so it was a little bit further back. But uh, nevertheless, I did love, I do love the guy. He's a mm. hell of a character. Um, but yeah, I uh, for forty eight, I take it to the last Jedi. Mm. That is where we met Rose Tico. Mm. Love mm. me some Rose Tico. Uh, I think she gets an absurd amount of hate for being a woman and a woman of color <laughs> at that. Um, yeah. So uh, I think that she's a lovely character. I thought she's the, the the idolization of the rebellion and of the resistance, and then becoming a resistance hero herself. Super fucking cool arc there. Um, the lesson she teaches Finn about how you know that's how we win, not fighting what we hate, saving what we love. I think that's a, a quintessential. Star Wars thesis uh, for mm. every every uh, uh, there's there's an argument to be had that you you save what you love by fighting what you hate um you know there's something there uh, but regardless I think it's uh I, the the point stands I think that uh, 
it was incredibly performed by Kelly Marie Tran. And uh, I thought she was done dirty in The Rise of Skywalker. I think you could have had her with with the main crew for most of it. But, you know, she hmm. probably still wouldn't have had a super huge hand in the story or anything. But I did like that she was there on Exegol helping Finn take out the uh, helping Finn take out the, the fleet. That was cool. Um, yeah. Was it her? Was it like her sister? With like mm, yes. the opening at the bomber, the, like kicking the ladder. Yeah, that was your sister. That, yeah, like that. How do people? What a what a character to hate. Uh, to 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 hate Rose Tico and be like, oh wow, her sister died, uh, fighting. You know, just and she's sad because of that. And then she sees in like Finn, and then likes him and is attract. You know, and is just like inspired by him as well. And then just gives like good moral value like see like what is wrong what i'm 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 curious as to what no like, there's 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 nothing wrong with that character is it like an omega as, hate is it yeah just... yeah it's yeah, you're you're a woman uh so mm-hmm. you're going to be hated in star wars uh for the star wars fandom uh because you know anyone with a level head on their shoulders as far as uh i'm concerned either really really likes rose tico or isn't bothered at all by her. You know, like, that's the thing. Mm. It's There's a difference between yeah. not even thinking about Rose Tico and actively <laughs> hating her. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because she, I mean, I guess... she, she is a minor character. You know, it's not, it's not a huge deal. Uh, I love the, I love the Canto Bite story. I know a lot of people aren't a huge fan, but mm. I thought her interactions with Finn in that movie are really, really important to shaping Finn. Um, you know, and, I thought she was a, she was a great standalone character. That moment at the end of the Last Jedi, whenever I'm already like, there's there's this thing about the Last Jedi where like there's a string at the end of the movie where I'm crying for like ten minutes straight. Um, when Finn decides he's going to sacrifice himself to save the Resistance, mm. and he's driving down the throat of that cannon. That's his plan. That was not going to work. His ship was falling apart. He wasn't going to do damage. That thing was going to fire, and he was going to die without saving anybody. Um, that would have been so bad. But it was, it's, yeah, exactly. It's just the idea that he's willing to do that at all makes yep. me go, man, I'm I'm starting to tear up. Rose coming mm-hmm. in, saving him at that last moment. Fuck yes. Fires right after. And then that conversation she has with him right after. Like, just wonderful wonderful Mm -hmm. storytelling and i think that rose tico is a wonderful character so i have her here at 48 Hmm. okay oh yeah no i like that and i think i just fall into the camp of sally just not thinking about her um and i I haven't gotten to the the rise or the last jedi rise yet on my my secret we watch uh so so you know who knows maybe after that i i I get the list and update and Hmm. find a new a new liking to her um but yeah, no, I don't. I don't have any hate for her. That's for sure. I don't have exactly. any hate. I just uh, just didn't make it this time. I guess for me. But uh, I guess keeping on the, the woman train here. Uh, I got I got a couple women here that are that are really cool. First, I is it my first? Maybe no. Technically, uh, B two I think is my first Andor character. Mm. Uh, but now, first human Andor character um, is Senta. Uh, is where where I sent it, um, and it, I don't know. I guess uh, maybe I gave away a little too much of you know a pair. No, you're good, um, but I don't know. I guess this is the a start of uh, the Andor train. It's not too too mu- too many 
and or people here, but um, know, a good rebellion string that I have good here. rebellion episode. Almost, yeah. It's, it, this is just uh, a lot of people in here are just a lot of people who who just have a really good rebellion fight. And I, I love just, I don't know, it's hard to just talk about one in particular. It's, I just, I, I like them both. It's, Go ahead and give away both of them then. Okay. Both, yeah, it's just Vel and Senta that are here on 47 and 46. And it was hard to even put one above the other because, like, I don't really know. It's just, I, I don't know. I like both of them for their relationship and how you see just how two people having just, they can't have a relationship during the rebellion mm. and just what it, just the different personalities of people who fight in the rebellion. You have one who is absolutely on the mission, do or die. You know, I can't even give a shred of focus to anything else. And then, right. and you know, another, which is like, Hey, well, maybe we do take the time to actually like take a second. Like maybe that is the reason we do need to take a second here. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I don't know, that show is so beautiful that, every, like, every character in the show has a meaningful story to it, whether maybe it necessarily doesn't drive the story a whole lot, but it just drives the the rebellion spirit and, like, the the fighting, like, nature of the show. And mm-hmm. that's, like, I guess, you know, what Velen sent to do now. And then, you know, we get, uh, there's a little, I don't know, I, I guess I don't know where the future of these characters, you know, are here, you know, total where they're going. But I hope, I don't know, we need that kiss between them. I can't believe we didn't get it in season It's one. coming. Season uh, two, it's a wrap. And it's, if we I, don't, I believe we did say we would boycott. I, I think we said if we did not get the Vel and Senta kiss, then we would something. We would be done. We something would be done would happen, Star Wars at you know, large. I think maybe like the, the Miles threat of burning down Disney Studios mm, or yes, something yes, along the those lines. the infamous Miles Buttress uh, threat. But yeah, we better get that kiss between the two of them. Um, I pr- I sure hope so. Yeah, I, I love two. those characters, and uh, they're not not too far off for me. It's interesting that they're your uh, they're the bottom two Andor characters for you live action because I've already gone through all my Andor characters except for them. Um, that's true, and that's what I was wondering is like the order of Andor here is very interesting. It's like. Mm. I have I have them kind of broken up, but it's kind of flipped our order almost. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested yeah. to see because uh, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll get to them eventually. But uh, yeah, because yeah, I'm I'll, we'll get there. But uh, nevertheless, my 47 and 46 go together pretty well as well. So that just that just worked out. Uh, my 47 is Sabine Wren, and my 46 is Ezra Bridger. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah, so just a just a strong duo from the from the Rebels show. You know, this is like like you said, this is a Rebels heavy episode. I already had Sana, Rose, Tico, Sabine, and Ezra, and oh, shit. I, pretty much everyone except two characters from here on out takes part in the rebellion or a rebellion. So, um, mm. it's a it's a str- it's a strong stretch here. But uh, I'm so excited for Ahsoka. You know, I can't wait to see uh, Natasha. Lou Bordizo, I think is her name. That's playing Sabine Wren. I uh, might be might be butchering that, but uh, Let's see. Um, yeah, you were got right it. Her. Yeah, you were right. Cool. Yeah, I just saw her in a movie recently because uh, I w- I was watching Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and then I realized there's a mm-hmm. sequel to it on Netflix, and I watched that sequel, which is not nearly as good as the first one, but uh, a strength of that movie is the performance put on by that actress. And uh, she's she's one of the, I think her name is like Snowvoss or something like that. And she was easily one of my favorite characters in that movie. 
with one of my favorite performances. So, and I didn't even know she was playing Sabine until after I watched that movie. And then I looked it up and was like, Oh shit. Fuck. Yeah. That's great. Um, so I have a lot of hope for Sabine Wren, uh, just a really dope, dope character. And I'm super excited to see where her story goes after rebels. Mm. I just love the artsy artistic painter character. That's so cool. You know, I love that. And then I think like the mural in the trailer was like in the same art style as rebels. So like, I just have this, her, like her graffiti style is rebels. So like, it's like the same, like the animation style of rebels is Sabine's like graffiti style. So anytime we see her, like, paintings on a wall it's gonna be just like the animation style it's pretty dope uh, which i i don't know i i really that'd be just kind of cool a cool way to tie a cool it. little meta reference yeah. yeah i enjoy that yeah because i remember seeing like the the one that stuck stood out to me for that was kanan like kanan mm-hmm. the way kanan looks in that mural looks exactly like kanan does in the show so oh, yeah. yeah no love me some sabine wren and i also love me some ezra bridger you know i think that they're mm-hmm. more than any other characters in rebels besides you know, Kanan and Hera, they they come as a pair. Um, mm. However, I don't appreciate Kanan and Hera on the same level. Um, I appreciate Ezra and Sabine on about the same level. I uh, I really really like Ezra. I think he's I, I liked him a lot more the second time I watched Rebels. Um, when I gave that show a rewatch, I was like, God, this is such a good character. You know, like he's the connection he has to animal life and everything. Like I love that stuff in a Jedi and. Uh, I cannot wait to find him. I think that'll be, I hope we, I hope I got to imagine we do in Ahsoka, you know, but, uh, hope so. Um, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm more curious as to just what happened immediately off rip, you know, mm. right when they popped out, wherever they popped out, I'm assuming it's, I don't know. That's, I, I could go for for days on that, whether they had to survive together, whether Thrawn just killed him, you know, like, I'd, mm. it'd be nuts if, like, they're like, well, yeah, Thrawn killed, you know, maybe that's Thrawn's secret, you know, he killed him, but Ezra just escaped, and we were thinking that he's dead, and then, I don't know, um, but, I guess, yeah, I have, I, my, uh, my Rebels crew, uh, they come in a pack, mm. um, and they, they come a little later. Um, but interesting that you put like Ezra and Sabine on the same level. Uh, I see. I, I see. Whenever I was making mine, I, I thought of it a little differently. Kanan and Ezra, which or, is the oh. yeah, uh, like that's that's the other. That was like there's so many great relationships there. That's like mm. that are yeah, so formative, you know. And uh, it's just that whenever crew, it came, it's it's that that's that's the the beauty of Rebels is that. And that, like a show like that, you just get to sit with those characters and get to hear them talk and hear their personalities the whole mm. time. Like it's just that found family and just seeing it. I don't know. It's it's beautiful. And you even got Chopper in there, you know, to yep. to just to spice it up. Um, but yeah, okay. Ezra and Sabine here at forty six and forty seven. Okay. Love those two, and I can't wait for their future. So yeah. Well, keep on keep the rebellion spirit going. Uh, we got someone who's pretty serious about it. Uh, this is where I got Saul Guerrero. Um, mm. And let's see, let's see if he actually where he was last time. He was fifty-seven, so he rised. He rises a little bit. I was gonna say maybe grounds to let him drop a little bit for what he did most recently. 
um, and what he's hey, that's responsible not his fault. for. I know, yeah, I know, I know. We've talked. That's about not that, his man. fault. I know, I know, but still. No, I get it though. I do get it. Still, it's hard. It's hard. But wiping that out, you know, just kind of forgetting about that. Um, we can we can look at all the other stuff Soccer Rare's done. Um, and you know, he's. I even got scenes with with you know one of my boys coming much later on. Uh, him and Luthen, you know, like. Mm. We got two scenes of them to get, talking together. Actually, I remember we, like, we got we got them talking one time. And we're like, "Wow, I can't believe we got this on screen!" Like, just two phenomenal actors actually just going back and forth, and also just two super cool characters in Star Wars just talking. And then they do it again, or they come back and I don't know, just and then, Dude, we'll just, that's my guy. Ah, he tells me everything. Uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. So, uh, but saw uh, he's you know sometimes I I don't agree with with his methodology, but, but he does get it done, um, you know, and he's, he quite necessary for, for the rebellion fight, um, but, uh, and I, I think the, the moment I think of Saw just the most is, is in Rogue One, it's just another, ah, moment, mm. uh, it's just, I don't know, he just sees the planet coming for him, you know, it's always hard just to say what happens, like, I guess, I guess at the end of, you know, it's just a nice light that comes and, and takes them, you know, but, but here, Saw gets taken by plummeting debris, the plant, like, the core, the, just the plant, like, it's so much more gruesome, you know, it's not, like, I don't know, it's just more brutal. He was Um, bludgeoned to death, you know? Uh, but I don't think he would have wanted to go out any other way. You know, I think the light would have been too soft for him. He would have ran into it or something. You know, like, right, right. like to see if he's on that beach, I think he's just like full on sprinting in the water and swimming towards the light. I don't know, something. Um, well, and that's something to take solace in here is that, you know, whenever Jin and Cassian comes to get Jin and Jin's like, come on, let's go. And so I was like, no, this is it. I can't go on any longer. Save the rebellion. Mm. Save the dream. Uh, great quote, by the way. Uh, oh. he, I have him later. He will not be this episode. But uh, the whole uh, the thing where he's like, I, I won't go. If he did go, he would have died on that beach in Scarif. Mm. You know, like that's... He was going to die in that movie, regardless of where or when it happened. Yeah. You can take solace in knowing that, like, there that's was no true. living through that. You know? Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, because he would he would have just stuck right with yeah, yeah. he would have been with she would him the she would Jen would have had him right by her side and in fact he probably would have probably would have gone down even earlier than the fucking planet getting blown up you know like yeah he wasn't really moving around too well and yeah. you know he's just getting age was getting to him a little bit too mm. and he even he even took off you know his oxygen Breather. or yeah. something, whatever he needed yeah he's like ah. Oh. I get, let's make it more painful, you know. <laughs> let, let me let me get crushed and not be able to breathe at the same time. I guess maybe quicker. I you know I I don't know. Never know. Um, it made it I guess for a, a badass shot, you know. Him just rip, just rip. You know, it, I guess it doesn't make sense, but it, it just looks cool. Um, Whew, sorry, I had a cough there. Ain't no problem. Um, today's a day for coughing. Yeah, it is. Happy four twenty, everybody. Um, uh. But yeah, no, I uh, I have him later. He will not be this episode. He will not be next episode. So it's uh, l- a little further up there. Uh, love that character so much. And I have someone at 45 who is essentially the opposite of Saw Gerrera in 
in spirit. Um, he's, I don't mean that to mean he's evil or anything or like he's a bad guy. He fights for the empire. No, he's a good guy. He fights for the light. You know, he's a, he's a real laid back kind of fella. Um, and that's what makes him the opposite of Sagarera. Sagarera is so fucking intense. Um, this is a high Republic character does not appear on screen. Um, his name is Leox Giassi. Hold on. Leox Giassi. Leox. Leox Giassi. It's a tough one. That's going to be a tough one. Ooh, I don't think... I got to put Star Wars in because it doesn't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm not even close. How'd you do it? One. L-I-O-X. And I think L-E-O-X. I wanted to put a... L-E-O-X. Ah, uh, L-E-O-X. And then, oh, G-Y? <laughs> I did yeah. J-I-A-S-S-E. Ooh. Yeah, yeah no, we that's were, a tough one. That's we a real tough name this. to spell. We were uh, but this is the final member of the Vessel crew that I've been talking about throughout this. I talked about Affy, talked about Geode, and uh, their saving grace for my money is Leox Giassi. Uh, just the most laid-back motherfucker in the galaxy. There's actually, in the books, in the audiobooks, I should say, the narrator does a Matthew McConaughey impression to voice Leox Giassi. The hair kind of looks, yeah. I, I oh, it's, it's 100% modeled after Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. There's even a line where he goes, all right, all right, all right. That's amazing. At one point. So like, it's, it's based off of Matthew McConaughey. Um, awesome. But this dude, he's so spiritual. He's so connected to the universe. He wears these beads and a really low cut button down t-shirt. Every time someone sees him, they're like, this guy has to be high. Um, so I can't think of a better a better time to have picked him than yeah. here on 420. Um, what a, what a day! This is uh, if there's anybody that I regard as my glup shitto, you know, there's that that popular phrase of uh, like just the background side character that nobody nobody else appreciates as much as you do. That's Leox Giassi for me. Uh, I fucking shitto? love glup shitto. Glup. You haven't heard shitto. that term. No, that's you said popular phrase, and I'm like, oh, what the? Glup I guess Star up. Wars Twitter is a different world than the rest of it. Um, but Glup Shido, it was referred to originally as the name of a character. Like, uh, uh, it was like a tweet that said, "Like Star Wars fans are so funny because they'll be like, oh, I love oh. this, I love this guy. His name is Glup Shido." Um, <laughs> I see. I see. okay, this makes sense. And now. Glup Shido became a all encompassing term for a side <laughs> character who. No one else, no one else will know as well as you do. So um, it's just R two is my glup shitto. Um, he's too big to be a glup shitto. Really? Okay, yes. interesting. There's, like there's we're talking like he cannot. They if they are in a movie or show, they have to be bare fucking minimally minimally involved. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Like so, a side character who doesn't get a name is you is like the ideal glup shitto. Um, like in the Mandalorian, all the Mandalorians that are like there but never get a name in the background, they're yeah, like having a field guy on... that's next to Costco all the time that said I'm in. That mm-hmm. like, yep, that's a glove shooter. Name quite, but he's there and the, a few shots. But okay, yep, that's a that guy. That's the spy. They're yeah, in yeah, all there. You go. That's glove shooter. Yeah, that's his name. Glove shooter is the spy. Um, but uh, I'm glad I'm in on that now. I'm glad. Yes. I'm, yeah. Gl- no, I'm yeah. glad I could inform you of what it was. I didn't. I didn't realize there was anybody left in Star Wars fandom who wasn't familiar with Glove Shido. Yeah. I'm glad. No. 
Um, but yeah, Leox Giassi, man, he's just a, he's just a real sweet guy. His relationship with Afi Hollow is so moving just because they have such a great friendship. You know, uh, Afi's mom was always so worried about sending her throughout the galaxy. Cause I don't know if you remember, but I said that her adoptive mother was like the, the leader of the bind guild that, uh, was like a shipping company and they had all the, mm. all the ships and stuff. So, and she really wanted to be a part of that. She really wanted to be a captain of a ship, but she had to learn. And there were very few people her mom trusted to send off with her simply because who knows what they'll do? Who knows who they are? Who knows why, why they do the things they do? But some people aren't very good people. Um, Leox Giassi is someone she was hesitant to trust, but a key factor in the decision to send her with him is uh as he puts it you know uh you know i don't have the same urges a lot of men a lot of men do uh mm. he's a so yeah i see this yes an, a, an asexual guy he doesn't yeah. he doesn't he's not you know he's like that's not that it doesn't feel good it's just not not my thing you know it's not am i right he's that chill uh, he's yeah chill. he's just he's just that laid back that dude is so fucking cool uh man i aspire to be leox jossie levels of chill and uh He's always got spice on him, you know. It hasn't been illegal. It's not illegal in the outer rim because the outer rim hasn't been taken over oh, by the republic. Yeah. So he's always got a spice stick in his mouth. He's always vibing. Uh, dude's just dope. I love Leox Giassi, so I had to have him here. He was affectionately called Little Bit. Mm. That's his nickname. Little he bit? he referred to Affy Hollow as Little Bit. Little bit, like. Like What's up, a, little bit? Oh my gosh, this dude is so cool. Is no, yeah, that, like the vessel That's crew. Like a, I told you, they're my second favorite crew behind the ghost crew and with me. Yeah, love they're cool. That. Okay, wow, this guy's actually cool. He actually, uh, in a pretty, pretty awesome kind of sacrifice. He has the sacrifice play, but doesn't die, thankfully. Um, huh? He does something where he's willing to sacrifice himself. Okay, and he happens not to die. That's what I mean. That's good. Uh, like a in all likelihood, he should have. Yeah, um, in all likelihood, he should have. He should have died, and he did. Okay. Uh, old school fella. So Leox Giassi, hell of a guy. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, moving on to to forty four here. Um, this is where I have. Um, I did, maybe you already mentioned him. Actually, is that is that what the is that what Red are or am I? Yes. Yes. I, I um, Red is. I mentioned him in the fir, in the bottom yes. fifty. Um, this is the guy who was behind designing the, the thing, you know, that, that gave us the, the first move. Yeah, he, he designed the Death Star and, and gave us that little shaft to, that Luke could fire down and, and blow the whole thing up. Uh, this mm. is, this is where I have Galen Urso. Um, oh, right yeah. Uh, so kind of, you know, more just the rebellion spirit, but not quite in, in the way that he wanted it to happen, you know, but, but, uh, still a very crucial, crucial role in the rebellion and very tragic at that um mm. just very sad uh and 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 yeah you're right that that message that pot you know where i was talking about saw and how it's such a brutal moment when he has to watch the planet come to him but right before that happens Ooh. you hear the message that that he gives to like I, I don't know it's just like that movie is a whirlwind of emotions you're just it you're just in for a ride um during that movie and uh and Galen just I think it, it, he's kind of like just the um I don't know he's smart you know he's a scientist kind you know so I I like I kind of automatically like him already mm. uh you know happened to work for the wrong people 
but um not not un, you know not what he wanted to do um forced into it and but gave gave the the key to win it you know to blowing it up in the end uh, which, yeah. which is good which which yeah um i don't know without without galen uh that death star could have wreaked a lot more havoc than we saw um so maybe i don't know next well uh, death star wasn't real but next time you wake up you know just thank galen or so for for allowing uh the death star to, to be easily explodable um yeah really hell easily. yeah not really easily still a hell of a shot that needed to yeah happen. no like it's kind of uh, <laughs> it's kind of hilarious that that's the that's yeah. the fucking thing he did. Like, it, it had to be so small that nobody would notice it, but it had to be so vulnerable that it would destroy the whole station. Like, I think he found the balance. He sure as shit found the balance, you, you know? You think um, he'd be, like, an infield, like, inside the ship, like, inside the Death Star itself. Like, you'd have to do something very small, like, flip one switch, and then it would start a change. You know? Yeah, like, like, there is a single switch hidden yeah. somewhere on the Death Star. <laughs> yeah. One room, it's all it is, one switch... <laughs> no one ever will go in there, and all it will do is start a 30-minute countdown, and it won't alarm any systems at all. Just 30 minutes later, kaboom. Out of nowhere. You'll have time to get out. I guess, I don't know, maybe from the center of the Death Star, it'll take more than 30 minutes to get out. Uh, maybe. 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 Um, that's a big... That's a big... It's a big old that, fucking ship. That's no moon. Um, <laughs> that is... That is no moon. But yeah. Um, keeping the Rebellion kind of kick going uh, it'll it'll keep going uh for me but uh galen's keeping the train going uh fuck yeah dude yeah. fuck yeah no i like i like that galen's a good dude and uh yeah that that message my stardust will always fucking destroy me um yeah that one hurts that one hurts like a motherfucker dude um how did they know what hard drive to look at you know how did they know which one to look at they didn't know cassian and they they were right there looking you know which one we'll know when we know you know we'll know i'll know my stardust Mm -mm. Mm -mm. stardust that's the one Mm -mm. and it's his last word to her Uh, which is not only Uh it's not only a little like last little i'm calling you stardust like that's what i've always affected it's like an i love you a hint and just a dope ass nick and it's like nickname you know the nickname it's like everything all in one it's stardust and mads mickelson man i fucking love that actor he is so fucking good Mm. um can't recommend any of his movies enough He's so fucking good in them. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Um, and I'm going to stick with you in the Rebellion. Someone who actually advised that they probably couldn't act on the message Galen Urso had uh, had sent them. Uh, Genevieve O'Reilly's Mon Mothma. I ah. uh, love me some Mon Mothma. Um and I believe last year, I don't even know if she was on my list last year. That's how much things really? have changed. Um, oh, she was. She was at 94. So she jumped 50 oh. spots uh, because of because of Andor. Uh, and yeah. wow. Like I fucking like, like I said, Genevieve O'Reilly's Mon Mothma. 
because yeah. that character is now hers. You know, sorry, sorry to the woman in Return of the Jedi. Um, it's it Genevieve O'Reilly's now. Um, yeah, she was she was eighty five on my list last year, but she, I mean, she will get mentioned in this episode. Ah, uh, cool. Um, so I mean, it, we will we will line up with one there, um, but a little later on. But yeah, I don't know. She's Andor definitely gave a rise to Mon, um, and and now we got her coming up in Ahsoka as well. Uh, she's she popped up in that trailer, uh, you know, a very crucial person uh, for mm. the rebellion, you know, leading it all in all. Um, so that, I don't know, pretty pretty big. Um, I love me some Mon Moth, my man, and she uh, uh, the whole you know in Andor where she's like, I don't trust anyone. They're fucking everywhere. You know, there's nowhere I can go that I feel safe. I am a mm. second away from being assassinated at all times. You know, like that's that's grim shit. Um, and to become mean. the chancellor of the New Republic to usher in a new age. Uh, there's actually a bit in the bl- the book called Bloodline, which I kind of regard as my favorite Star Wars book. Um, it's about it's Leia is the main character, and she's uh, it's it takes place like seven years before the Force Awakens. And she's kind of on to something about the First Order. She thinks there's something bigger going on, and that's when she decides she needs to form the Resistance and stuff. But uh, the book starts as pretty much just pol- it's all politics. She's a senator in the New Republic. Uh, the Senate is in shambles because they can't come to any sort of conclusions on anything. Any important discussion they have, they table it and put it off for a different day. They're like, well, we're not going to come to a decision here because factionalism it's two parties. It's the uh, populists and the central centralists, I think, um, centrists. And that's it's their two party system. And. The reason no one knew just how bad the flaws in their republic were was because Mon Mothma was so fucking good at leading when she was the chancellor. She made decisions. She influenced everything and was really good at it. She was good for the galaxy. And whenever she steps away, it leaves it leaves a giant fucking hole in the center of mm. their government. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's just never the Dang. same after that. Um, yeah, gotta have Mon. I got. I mean, and I remember I forgot what the name of the dude was, but the guy who wanted to have his son married to their daughter. But the scene where he came in oh, and fucking and, that guy. And, like, the, ah. the, but the change of emotion that Mon went through um, during it, you like starting like all like you know senatory professionally, and mm. then like it getting very serious, and like the music got very serious, and then her you, like just just I, I don't know. Yeah, when Genevieve Val O'Reilly. comes to visit her in her apartment, and her hair's all frizzled, uh. and she's like, her daughter's looking at her all disgusted and stuff. She's like, I don't know what to do, man. I'm fucking mm. done. I'm fucking done. You know, like a. I I love that character. I love the performance of her. Cannot wait for Andor season two. Mm. Can't wait to see her in Ahsoka as the Chancellor of the New Republic. Um, yes, there's just so much, so much great That's stuff so happening sick. with that character. That's so cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I don't know. We'll get to her even later again uh, this episode. So that, wonderful. That's cool. um, but keeping keeping other, we got man a lot of rebel, cool, strong rebellion fighters here. Um, sticking with the Rogue One. A trend as well. Galen was before. Now I will have Jen. This is ah, where Jen uh, comes for me. Um, 
And I think, let's see, she was, I think she, maybe, did I forget her and it was one that I'm like, no, okay, I didn't. She was 50 last time. Now she's 43, so she got, you know, a seven, seven person uh, bump. Um, so Rogue One always just, you know, aging like fine wine, uh, like it does. Um, but I, I figured, um, let's see, you had her pretty high, I think. I had her 27. I had her 27 and she's seen a little jump from that. So, okay. Cause I think I remember last time that I said her at 50, you were like, whoa, or I think it was one of the, yeah, that was one of the ones I was like, for real, dude, what, um, but I don't know. I guess like during Rogue One, I, I'm more, I guess, focused on like the bigger idea of the movie and not like the character. Like whenever I was right. like, um, whenever I watch it, um, and then like the because I like Cassian and Jin were kind of just two characters that I would forget about unless I like watched it was on like a Rogue One kick. But I wouldn't forget like what they did. You know, it was like the mis- the more of the mission. That I was like focused on, and mm. and I'm terrible with names as well. So like I right. knew them, um, but then Andor came out, and I'm like, oh fuck! Like yeah, I love. Cats I need to reevaluate like, the characters like, in yeah, that movie. So, so um, but uh, I guess Jin. I, I hope we get like the Andor equivalent for Jin. You know, somehow I don't know. Just get, just let it happen. She's um, got a hell of a life story, man. There yeah. there could be so much to tell there. Yeah, we get a young saw. May you know maybe there. Uh, well, and I've like I've also cool, spit right? the uh, the spit I've spit the idea for you before uh, a show called Urso, mm-hmm. which doesn't oh. just have to be about Jin. It could also be about Galen and the production yes. of the Death Star and stuff like. Uh, oh yeah, dude, come oh, so good, too good. Um, I don't know, it, just to the same level, just it, carbon copy Andor, just replace with Jin. Yeah, and right. <laughs> just give me. I don't care. I like, but keep Andy Circus. Um, keep all the actors. Actually. How did Kino Loy end up in prison? That's what I want to know through the show. Urso, oh, you know because oh. yeah, how long do we, do we know how long he's been in there? I can't. I'm sure they said it. I can't remember how long yeah, it was. That's though. it. That'd be interesting to, to figure out. Because uh, he won't be in this episode. So I'll, in between here and now, before we get to him, I'll, I'll look it up and I'll get some. Ah. Yes, yes, some yes, some yes. background on him, but uh, yeah, yeah Jin. This, this is where Jin is. Uh, so let's let's give her her flowers here, I guess, uh, for forty three. But I don't know. It's that that's it's her and Cassian there at the end. You know, it's 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 both of like that's a moment in Star Wars that will that will never leave my mind. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I don't know of a more beaut like beautiful moment. Like when when I think of the most beautiful moments in all of star wars i mean i actually struggle is it the most beautiful moment it's got to be up there uh you're talking about the hug there at the end right like yeah and like kind of everything that's happening all at once you know not just the hug but like that planet like not you know everything that that happened right there and uh, like we got all I the think from the point you know, that and, like, uh, Cassian kill or shoots down Orson Krennic, and he falls and he looks up and sees the Death Star on the horizon, and he's like, "Oh fuck, that's it!" Uh, and then Jin and Cassian are limping away, and he asks her, "Do you do you think anyone's listening? Like, do you think this mattered at all?" I'm getting chills talking about it right now. And Jin, and Jin, Jin's like, yeah, I think so. 
you know, like, uh, and then they, they, they get on down to the beach. He tells her your dad would have been proud of you. They embrace and they die. Bruh. I fucking lose it every time. I'm going to watch that movie tonight. God dang. Yeah. That's, and that, they'll only get better. That, that's oh, yeah. the thing is that the, I don't think they'll ever drop unless like just some new character rises. Yeah. Right. You know? Like that, that's the only way is like, they'll, I'll, I'll never be like, Oh man, you know, this rogue one movie is just getting a little old to me. This Andor yeah, right. show, I don't know, getting a little old to me now. I just can't quite do it anymore. Um, I don't think that'll ever happen. No, that will not happen. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully we get Urso coming up here, uh, twenty twenty five. Yeah, um, Urso twenty twenty five. I would Star love Wars that. celebration announcement um, in in Japan. Uh, is yeah, where that would be nice. Would be, that'd be so. ideal. There we go. But yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm gonna stick with you again in the rebellion couple of characters you had earlier i'm gonna go ahead and list them one after the other as well i again had them reversed at 43 i have vel at 42 <laughs> i have Senta. that's insane wow yeah all of our andor choices are just kind of going flipped kind of flipped wow. yeah no yeah. i uh i love i love this character man uh both of these characters and it's funny that you know you evaluate them kind of the same way i do you know, they're they're I like them about the same. It was just how do you how do you choose? What's the preference there? And uh I ended up going with the one that is so dedicated to the mission mm. that it kind of hinders their relationship. Um I think Cinta is so fucking cool. The mission that she had on Ferrix at the end of the show where she's like, Help, help and she like she takes that guy into the room and fucking stabs him in the gut and then leaves him there to die. Like that's that's brutal. You know, like that's some that's some dark shit that she You're just right. did. Um, she and I, I love it. And there's there's this cool balance between them where Vel's got this. Uh, she's got a little bit softer of a heart. She's uh, she's still a rebel. She's still down to fight for mm. for everything. But there's this uh, there's this dash to her where it's like she did grow up in a family that had a bunch of money, and she comes from a place of she comes from a place of privilege. Whereas Cinta, mm. this is it's always been a fight. At least that's the impression we have of Senta. There's her family was killed by stormtroopers. She's not, this isn't something that she takes lightly. And Velda certainly doesn't treat it like it's a hobby or anything, mm. but you can tell that that might be a part of the, the hesitation between yeah. Senta and like Vel. You don't, you it's don't like really the, know. You don't, you, you don't know what it's like know. for someone like yeah. me. And, uh, just they've got such a compelling relationship, and I can't wait to see it explored further. But uh, those performances by both those actresses, incredible. Um, love both those characters, and so uh, I had I I also had them back to back forty two forty three. There, I think that they're Sintakaz and Vel Sartha, such a dope ass duo. Yeah. Dude. Oh, I didn't know their last names there. Uh, I just put Vel, just Vel and Sinta. Uh Yeah, Sintakaz, K A Z, and Vel Sartha, S A R T H A. Sartha. Okay, there we go. Um, all right. Well, I guess I'll move on to my 42 then. Uh, still sticking with the little rebellion fight here, but we're taking it a little back here. Um, this this is uh, a Clone Wars classic here. Uh, this is where I got Captain Rex. Uh, a guy... I don't know, just one of the only clones, you know. You got Boba... Omega, the Bad Batch, like the Bad Batch, Boba, Rex, mm. 
fives, maybe. Yeah, you know, I, I, like, you know yeah, the Clone Wars crew cool story, with yeah. Jesse and fives, and I mean Echo was a main part of that, but then bad, yeah, bad. evolves onto the Bad Batch. But uh, but I don't know Rex. He's just he's just a like just a clone. Like that, he's not just like dope ass dude. Not Peter not Cody, by the way. Doesn't have yeah, true. Cody's cool. Um, but I don't know. I feel like we get more of Rex. Like more, you get more of Rex. You know, with oh, Anakin yeah. a lot. You know, uh, so you know in the Clone Wars as well. It's just the one that's talked to a lot. Uh, but then the, like the whole Ahso- like Ahsoka storyline mm-hmm. as well with Rex is just incredible. And then we get old guy Rex. You know, so I don't know. Rex is just. It feels good every time you see him. A little slim shady, you know. He kind of reminds, like, he's like, uh, I don't know. He just reminds me, like, he's just got the buzz, you know, kind of bleached. Bleach yeah, the head, blonde buzz. You know? uh, so I don't know. I, I just always think he's like clone Eminem. Uh, so he's just <laughs> off, off camera. He's just insane, like lyrically. Venomous um, women love Captain Rex. Chicka, yeah, chicka, chicka, I, slim you know, shady. I just see like that's why he's the captain, you know, and like. Because I don't know how do how do they decide who gets captain? Is it just off birth? It's like random. Like yeah, you will just no. Be captain, I don't think so. Like, I think there are training. like evaluations and stuff. Like I think mm. there are like levels to it. I'm like like I said, I've been rewatching Clone Wars, so um, there is there's some cool arcs about the training of clones and like arc troopers and stuff. I haven't gotten to that one, but mm. uh, there's this episode in season one called Rookies, and it's a uh, it's about Captain Rex and Commander Cody visiting a facility that has Fives, Jesse, Echo, mm. and all of them. And they're they're new to the scene. They got stationed on this shitty planet they're, okay. they, that never sees action. But then the Separatists come and turn off the power. They turn on a signal, that the all-clear signal, so that nobody comes to check on them. Um, and they all have to fight together to get out without the Jedi's help. Um and it's just such a really, it's a really, really compelling, cool arc. And but in that, Captain Rex is already Captain Rex. You know, like they're they're he's like you will, mm. they're, they're like address me as sir and everyone. They're like sir, yes sir, and like all that before they start to. That's <laughs> that's the episode when Rex accepts them as members of the five hundred first, and they like join uh, forces together, which is uh, uh, a really, really cool, really cool story, and one that I just didn't. After the Bad Batch, I just watched those arcs a little differently, like about the clones. I don't know. I used to not really give a shit about those stories, um, just because it was just like uh, get back to the Anakin, Obi Wan, Ahsoka mm-hmm. stuff, you know. But now I'm a now I'm paying attention, especially after yeah. the Bad Batch, because Echo is one of the main clones throughout the Clone Wars. So that's one that I'm going to keep an eye on and be like, damn, what all has this character gone through? And Rex and Echo, their relationship, him ending up going off with him. What a, just a really cool duo there. Mm. But oh yeah. So, uh, I guess, I don't know, that was my 42. I don't know, if you if you want to keep it rolling with your 41, or if you want me to, to go, you know, back to back here. Again. Um, no, I don't, uh, I'm good, I'm good. Um, but, I, I don't, like you're good to go, or you, you're Yeah, good? I'm good to go, I'm good to okay, go. Uh, I don't, okay. I don't mind you wrapping it up, that's cool with me. Um, then, okay. At 41... I have only two members of the Rebels crew left, and I'm knocking one of them out here. Mm. This is where I have Kanan Jarrus. Okay. Um, love me some Caleb Doom. Love me some Kanan Jarrus. Actually, one of the first comic books I ever read was Kanan, which is about him. It's 
Wow. It's a 12 issue series that flashbacks to his youngling days as he's a fight as he's fighting with the rebels and stuff. Um, but dude, just uh, one of the most triumphant I'm him moments of all time when he reveals he's a Jedi at the at the beginning of that series, whenever he's like, everyone's about to know. And he stands up and he like puts the saber together and it lights up and everyone like takes a step back. The music swells. Everyone's scared for a second. And then Callus is like fire on the Jedi, you know, like he's, he's like afraid and like, it's just such a powerful moment. And, you know, exploring that character's origin in the bad batch uh, and his distrust for clones and everything like that's such a, such a compelling character and i really mm. really love it and yeah I, I mean what's the actor's name the freddie prince yeah, freddie prince jr oh wait isn't that uh it's fred yeah it's actually fred yeah it's the yeah. only thing that's kind of honest you know it's whatever uh maybe maybe that's why i forget about it right uh, i just don't really <laughs> want to think about it a whole lot but a dude who's very passionate about star wars Oh, um, I like I like, like Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, man. every cool. time I see like I don't know interviews or him on a podcast or something like that, it's always like people just don't know how the Force works, and like let me explain it to you because I fucking know and you don't. Like and I don't know, it's like he like it's it's just it's funny. Like I mean, he does know what he's talking about, you know. Like I mean, he was a Jedi, uh, exactly. Yeah, and he's and he's like I, I I've heard it straight from Dave Filoni, who heard it straight from I don't know. And like uh, so, I, I love how passionate he is. And uh, it, it it's it's really nice to know that like the people behind the characters are you know they they like what they're doing and not doing it mm. just for the the check. Um, but yeah, no, Kanan is is uh not not in this episode for me. Not actually, yeah, we'll be in in actually the the one after. But my with with my rebel my rebels crew, they're all kind of packed in together. Ah. And but uh, the order is is interesting. I think only one is out of order so far. Um, for me, but now that I actually think about it, you, you might have me change my mind um, about the w- how I think about the rebels crew. Um, mm. But I don't know. I think I think it's still locked in. But uh, but Kanan is he's up there for me as well. Um, Love that guy. But yeah, I don't know. He a real one. I mean, we just had a, you know a, a kind of a Kanan moment. We just got in in the the Mando uh, finale. You know, kind of Grogu pulling. You know, a Grogu, you know, he also did this Grogu already um, himself. So he, like, already pulled the Kanan, you know. He's already like that. You know, he's already like that, but, like, it it was just nice. Uh, God, in that last moment with Kanan, man, that one will forever hurt me. Um, That's that's among the, that's Rogue One tier level devastating, which is hard to achieve. When he, oh, when he, that's when he it. Sees you know? Hera one last yeah. time, bro. And, you know, you're already like, oh my god, you're already losing it. And then, and then his eyes come back, and they're just like, oh, it's over. Like, you're it, like, oh, it, like no. every oh, time. That's no. That's the part on me that yeah, I go. It's it's kind of like the 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 uh, Tony Stark uh, little his his arc reactor light going off. You know, yeah. it's like you're already like messed up, and it's like that's the final thing. You're like, oh no, no, no it's actually no. gone. Um, but no, like the, and that, I don't know. That's just what a beautiful moment that is. You know, that that might be up, you know, that's up was, there. No, that's, that's why I said that's rogue. Moments. That yeah, is rogue right. one tier right. level. Just devastating. That is up there. Um, Ooh, that cause like, is the force allowing him to see, is it, is it that he is so like at peace? Yeah. Is that, you know, is that, or like, is it that. 
maybe, like, he's already left, like, his physical body sort of thing, you know? Or I don't know, like, he's already, like, known, known that he's gonna die. So, like, his, like, I don't, I don't know, I'm trying to think of just, like, I've never thought about it before, of, like, how it's just... How that works, I haven't yeah. either. I don't, I mean, I, I don't need specifics to make the moment. Right, no. Or anything, but I just, I'm trying to think of, like, if it's the force just being, like, good play, out, like, hey, nice, dude. I'll let you yeah, do You did good on this no, one. Like, Here's like, your boo one last time. Yeah. Or I don't know, maybe Bendu, you know, pull he put in like he's he it's the one time that he actually inter like he's like the watcher, you know, and he, he never interferes. But he's like, you know what? I'm gonna let this dude see one more time. Um something, I don't know. Um But man, what a would have been nice to have him still around in, in, in Ahsoka, but but then we wouldn't have had that beautiful moment, you know. Mm. That, that sometimes you need a character to die, sadly. Um, but but what we well, got and also given the time it. period there, and uh, yeah. you know that was always something with Rebels as I was watching it that I was horrified of, uh, because they are rebels, they are in the rebellion, and when it comes to the original trilogy, there is one Jedi, you know. <laughs> Um, there's there's a reason we didn't hear about these people. Yeah, um, exactly. Ezra had because to there's no avoiding that. Teleport if there is across the galaxy for mm-hmm. us not to hear about them. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, it's it's either they are dead or something happened to not have them be around. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Kanan is God, and it was so sudden too. Like it, it wasn't like it was. The episode wasn't going in a direction where you're like, oh, someone's going to die. It was like one second. Oh, no, someone's about to fucking die. Um, And that's yeah, that's you don't know in that show. You have no there's no plot armor, you know, like I guess maybe that's maybe you thought there was plot armor. Like you thought like no way Kanan could die. But like hmm. and then bada bing bada boom, your world's ruined for the next couple days. Um, yeah, like that's one that <laughs> sticks with you, man. Like you're yeah. not okay for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. Um, but okay, all right, Kanan. Okay. Um, yeah, I got him coming up a little later, but but nice, nice forty-one there. My forty-one. Um, I think yeah, I'm on mine. Is uh, this is where I have Poe Dameron? Hmm, um, cool. And and you know, off the uh, the Force Awakens rewatch. Um, and just, you know, also him having been Moon Knight as well, I think. Like, he wasn't Moon Knight before on the last, was he? No, he was not. Yeah, no, not Not Moon Knight yet. Um, but I don't know, I I guess it's just, like, I I had a closer eye on Poe Dameron, you know, Hmm. on the the rewatch this time. And and just every time he hugs BB-8 or, like, the little lip bite with Finn or, like, I don't know, Poe's. And also... Didn't really realize his piloting skills. That man, he's he is up there with Han, Hera. It's Anakin. Han, Hera, Poe, like, like top three. Anakin's like probably the only guy that's like. It's just because he's Anakin, you know. Yeah, he's like, like I don't count him. On. Yeah, it's like unfair, but like as I mean, he's like I don't know. Whenever Finn, like the traitor scene or like before, right before, and Finn's like Finn just sees Poe go around, just you know. T- picks off like a couple tie fighters shoots a bunch of troopers on the ground yeah. and like does some flips and then finn's like Whoa, that's, that's a hell of a pilot and you get yeah. finn, like in the cockpit or poe in the cockpit like 
just you know I don't know. It was such yeah, a- when he swoops in. Man, that moment whenever the resistance theme like picks up and they're like gliding over the water and Han goes, it's the resistance, bro. I like that's one of those chills moments. I'm like over here like, well, now I got to watch Rogue One. I got to watch The Force Awakens. I got to like that's all all on my mind right now. No, dude, they're coming in. It was so badass. And like Finn was thinking of leaving right before that. But now he's like, oh, I clearly have to fight. And then Mm. like. Of Han, someone who's been out of the game fighting, and then like after it's all done, Leia's coming in. He's just like, "All right, kid, yeah, I don't care. I'm Leia's about you know, it, Leia's about to land right yeah, here. Go, I don't go care. Ahead. Like, get, oh, get out of here, man. but but no, you got Poe coming in and just at like he's, I don't know, he's like that. He is like yeah, as a pilot, um, and him and his little droid buddy, you know, him and BB-8, love them. Yeah. Another yeah. orange no. guy. Um, yeah, yeah, a bit the rebel aesthetic. I guess um, Poe not really. His jacket, brown shade of or- orange-ish, gave him to... I guess if you I'm, really, I'm, really, I'm really now. darken yeah, up orange, I'm, it could be brown. Now I'm reaching. Um, Poe, not really, but... Uh, nah, nah. He's actually uh, got a great comic run himself uh, called Poe Dameron, and it's uh, it's like 36 issues. It's a long-running... It was a long-running comic, um, and it was super good. Like, that's one that... If you're trying to get more familiar... Like, if you miss the sequel trilogy, if you revisit it and you're like, man, I wish we had more sequel trilogy content. The TV show resistance is really, really good. I've only watched a few episodes and I need to get back into mm-hmm. it, but goddamn, is it good? Uh, po- the Poe Dameron comic is the other one that I would go. That's the one you got it. You got to check that out because it is so good. It kind of gives you an insight into the black squadron and like the little, the little group he leads and stuff. Like it's a, uh, I would follow Poe. I mean that. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be a guy. Like I feel well, comfortable. That's what's cool about the the sequel trilogy is you have this idea in your head as soon as you know the as soon as the show kicks off or as soon as the sequels kick off that like we got two dudes and a chick who are going to be like the main characters. There's going to be a Luke. There's going to be a Han. There's going to be a Leia. You know, and mm. you automatically project that you're going to be like, okay, well, Ray's probably going to be the Leia. Finn's probably going to be the Luke. And Poe's probably going to be the Han as far as like pro- promotional material was uh-huh. concerned. You were like, yeah. that's what it feels like. Um, and then you watch it and it's like, no, Ray's the Luke and Poe is the, is the Leia and Finn is Han. Like, it's like, what a fascinating way to just twist expectations. Mm. And, uh, you know, I think that with <clears throat> fits a little fucked up, but with Poe, it's more, it's a more impressive to do impressive thing to do. Yeah. Kind of set him up as a leader. <clears throat> It's it's really compelling. Um, he's not too far up the list for me uh, compared to where you have him here, but uh, he he'll be here before long. He'll be here before long. Hell yeah, yeah. Poe Poe Fox, and and this is only on the he's forty one off the Force Awakens rewatch. Uh, has so it could it's, I don't know. Uh, I guess that's, that's an interesting, interesting that's an interesting quandary there. Like, what is the yeah. best Poe Dameron movie? Because like I think he's got it's a compelling arc in the Last right? Jedi. Like I don't know, he has some like, is that Weird is that past. is that rise that happens yeah, it's in or rise. is that yeah that's okay, uh, okay, and then what about Last Jedi? What does he do? What he leads the, the mutiny against Haldo. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Rise of Skywalker, I think, handles Poe in a really weird way. It kind of drives it. It tries to counteract the Leia parallel and try to make him more like Han with the spice running thing and the the shady past and stuff. And I feel like they just should have. 
Mm. I'm, I'm iffy on that choice in the rise of Skywalker to go with that route for post story, but I think it's, I think it's cool. I think it only helps him come off cooler, which is fine. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'll, we'll be, we'll be getting back around to him before long, but All not right. this episode. Uh, and that leaves us with nothing but our last pick of the That's episode. Oh yeah, man! It's nice to do top 100 episodes, and they only take like an hour and some change. Yeah. It feels good. It feels that good. Nice. That um, nice. But uh, we're going with the second saga villain of my list so far. You know, I had Emperor Palpatine mm-hmm. way down the list. Um, Ninety-seven, if I remember. Uh, yeah, I do remember. Uh, we yin yanged. Yin yanged there. Well, um. um but this one, this is where I have Maul. Um, okay. This is one that rises up the list because he's cool. Uh, he's a cool-looking yeah, motherfucker. Gnarly design. Um, I've been, you know, I always think about the Clone Wars and stuff whenever I'm concerning myself with Maul and the Phantom Menace, of course. But recently I've been re- recalling his Rebels stuff. The Rebels stuff with Maul is so compelling. Yeah. And the... I don't know if you remember, there is a shrine he built wherever we find him. That is a picture of Satine Kreese, a woman he murdered. And below it, in the Mandalorian language, it says Kenobi. And it's like, this dude was so hateful and so obsessed that he built a shrine to the woman he murdered to get under Kenobi's skin. And Kenobi's not even fucking there. You know what I'm saying? Kenobi never sees that. He just is like, ah, yes, this woman, like, died. This was one of my better, this was some of my finest work. Wow, that's rough. That dude's um, dark. Um, yeah, he is. And voice But yeah, his, his death is one of the better deaths in all of Star oh, Wars, I think. Um, a chess match. An oof. absolute beautiful, another beautiful moment there. Yeah, not not yeah. quite not not, not, not on those level, levels, but still a beautiful moment. There, you know, yeah. is he the chosen one? Mm. Yeah, like yes, I don't know. I that, is. that is interesting. What uh, in the holocron moment with Ezra and Maul? Yeah, what is he? You know, he says, you know, Ezra's looking to how to destroy the Sith, mm. and Maul. Um. He eventually sees Kenobi and that he's alive, but he's very vague of what he wants, you know, or what he's, mm. you know, searching for. Um, and I'm curious as to, like, if it was Kenobi and that's all he had his mind on. And is just Oh, like, yeah. Come um, Rebels. That is all that Maul thinks about. Because, um, I mean, he literally goes, he's alive and he just boots out, gets in a ship, goes. Yep. Uh, he's on a mission. Heads to Tatooine, where it all started. Where we first met him is where he dies, which is cool. Um, Oh, my God, that voice acting. Holy, like... Kenobi. Yeah. Kenobi. That's that's a classic right Uh, there. Talk about a guy who knows his Star Wars stuff. Sam Witwer, yeah. Uh, Just trivia. Like, that dude, like, I don't know, just... I remember just... There'd be, like, game show, you know, Star Wars game show, trivia... You know, just shows, and he just dominates everything. That dude just knows everything Star Wars, um, and can play Maul, and um, also, who else? Who else did we just the son? The son, um, yeah. yeah, the son. Uh, play the son, and like I don't know, just and as... Star Killer. You're getting oh, 
Yeah. So that one's uh, actually modeled after him, like yeah, his face dude. and everything. Dude's yeah, dude is badass. Uh, and Maul uh, will come a little later for me. Um, not even next episode. Um, but uh, yeah, I like I like Maul. I'm, I'm, I, I it makes sense why he's above Palpatine. Um, like I, I for you, you know. Above um, Palpatine by nearly sixty yeah, spots. By a whole uh, lot. Um, you can actually like Maul sucks, and he's he, yeah Sith, and like you know he does some bad things. But you can you see, I guess it's not just fascism, you know. No, yeah, like, like he's got. Yeah, there's a complicated uh, history with Maul, and like yeah. a, a darkness to him that's a different a different breed. You know, he's never like I want to conquer and rule the galaxy. He's like, no, nah, I want to kill a bunch of fucking Jedi. You know, that's what I want to do. Um, <laughs> it's a simple goal. It's uh, it's not as hateful as the fascist ruler of the galaxy. It's just, he's just a fucking dick. And there's yeah. something to it. There's something to enjoy. He's the Green Goblin of Star Wars. You know, he's just like just yeah. He's a fuck Obi Wan Kenobi. I want to ruin his life. Yeah. Talk about like one of the most. Let's see. What was his name? Uh, Leox Giassi. Leox. Yeah. Giassi, Leox Giassi. Talk about like probably the closest to to Leox is probably Qui Gon on screen. If I it just out of all the Jedi, you know who's yeah. the chillest Jedi? Yeah. I'd say probably Qui Gon uh, that we no, have. Yeah, on that's screen. that's a pretty that's pretty solid. I um, think like yeah, on screen comparison to Leox Giassi, I think it would probably have to be Qui Gon. And and um, we got Maul killing that, you know, yeah. we, like and it's just ah. Uh, what Kenobi. what what could have happened if if that fight goes a little differently? You know that's the duel of fates right there. Um, mm. Ah, Maul's a part of it. Doesn't say a word either. That dude just is scary. You know, in the fan in the Phantom Menace, dude just kind of growls um, and is just looking scary. It's not. I think the only line he says is like, "It will be done, my master." Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that's right. On the, yeah, talking to Palpatine. Uh, but yeah, to actually, like, we actually don't get like deep into his character until you know animation. Um, and, you know, a little uh, solo appearance there, I guess. With uh, oh yeah, 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 uh, in there as well. You know, well, and that one's action. cool because the the stand-in there is Ray Park, mm. but. The voice was so good in Clone Wars and Rebels that Sam Witwer is actually voicing it in that moment. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew it was yeah. Ray Park. I didn't know that the voice was. The voice is actually Sam Witwer's awesome. there, which is just another level of cool. So that's sick. nice little trivia there. Wow. Um, okay. Well, capping it off uh, was someone who's already mentioned this episode, um, and she's fittingly capping off um, the episode of uh, the new Chancellor of the Republic here. Um, that's where I have Mon Mothma. Mm. Uh, another or I guess orange hair. Uh, I don't know why I'm on an orange kick right now. I guess. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Kino Loy. I'll throw Kino in the orange too. I'm just trying to think of any other orange that could be like the prisoner outfit orange. Um, Kino fits. But anyway, I'm um I'm on a I'm going on a on a whim here. But no Mon. Um, I have you know I on my rebellion kick. Um, I didn't know that I guess we'd be doing it by tens here, but it's just fitting that she'll be like the, the cap, the cap. Yeah. Um, to this one. Um, but I still got, you know, some more, some more rebellion people moving forward, but they're kind of like just 
bigger uh, characters um, that are, that are coming up on this rebellion kick. And, and Mon, I, I'd say she she has the potential to rise even more. That's for sure coming with Ahsoka and and Andor season two. Um, I just want as much Genevieve O'Reilly on screen mm. as I can, or a, as we can. Um, just give as much because I don't know. Just the the facial acting, the act, just emote like I don't know. Andor gave us something that I didn't think I'd ever see in Star Wars, and I'm glad that Genevieve O'Reilly is. I don't know. She 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 was a very large portion of the performance um, of Andor. So. Um, I hope we just get as as much of that as we can uh, with Mon, and I'm I think we will for how crucial she is. I hope that I don't know, maybe no, her future is great. Yeah, she's like yeah, she it's great. It's it's I don't know. It's we'll great. Be, it's good. It's all it's for everything. a long time. We won't ever like. Do we know? I'm trying to think. Of Mon's death at all? Like, no. We do not There's... know anything about Mon's death, no. Yeah, she she lives... And she's the be... Chancellor of the New Republic, so she lives through Andor. So she's in a very high... It's just very dangerous position to be in. Mm. Um, but lives to be old. It dies of old age in my, in my, my head. Um, oh, yeah. No, just lives out her days, passes away. Maybe like a, a Marva, you know. I don't know what the equivalent uh, funeral would be for. Because uh, she was born. Was she born on Court? No, not Coruscant. Or was it Coruscant? No, or she's where... from Chandrilla. That's right. Yeah, I wonder what what there if they have like a if if she'll be buried. Um, you know, back on on there. If I don't know, there'll be like a, a big Mon funeral. You know, if when that day does eventually come, I guess. Um. I wonder if they'll put her in a brick and then we'll get, I don't know who, the Brasso equivalent, knocking some Imperial out with it. Mm. Um, but maybe something bigger. I don't know, even bigger. Like, Mon goes into a statue. You know, they put, oh, that's that could be it. They, they like, put her ashes or something into a statue of her. Massive. And yeah. uh, and then war breaks out. You know, the Empire's everywhere eventually. And, and then they, they use that statue to pull it down and it lands per like grief cargo landed right on ig11 it's that but an imp just like oh, a bootlicker yeah. or like a a narc character in andor season two maybe it is a narc or bootlicker actually that'd be um, ideal no that'd be that'd be way too too long they should die well before then um but In i don't theory. know just some imp down the line getting smashed by by mon even after death um i don't know uh but hopefully that that won't come for a long time. Hopefully we'll we'll see her just lead um and be badass and I don't know. Hopefully get the new republic in in order here. Or try to wake everyone up. Um So yeah, I don't know. No, I fuck yeah. The the cap there. Um, yeah, no, that was a good that's a good that's a good last pick there. Uh Mon Mothma is the absolute She's the absolute best. I, I enjoy her a great deal. And the fact that we both, I love that we had a few in common in such a short episode. Yeah, Val, yeah, Senta, yeah. and Mon all yeah. coming this cool. week, which is uh, cool really there. cool. Um, um, yeah, we're officially into the top 50, you know. I think that's uh, it's fun. All these people are, are getting 
Yeah, like, I mean, it was already at a point where I love all these characters. Yeah, It's been for a little bit. But now I'm like, oh, God, I really love these characters. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But, yeah, it's a... it's going to be a hell of a project. We got four parts left. We got the 30s, the 20s, the teens, and the top 10. Um, teens, except for 11 and 12. Um, 11 and 12 will not be teens, but they're in that episode. Um, so four parts left, three parts down. Uh, it's a it's a fun little fun little project we've got going. With that, I think we'll conclude this episode. Unless you want to go back over the 40s, let's do that one more time. Uh, uh, at 40, I had Maul. At 41, I had Kane and Jarrus. At 42, I had Sin to Kaz. At 43, I had Vel Sartha. At 44, I had Mon Mothma. At 45, I had Leox Giasi. At 46, Ezra Bridger. 47, Sabine Wren. 48, Rose Tico. And 49, Sana Staros. I had 40, Mon Mothma. 41, Poe Dameron. 42, Captain Rex. 43, Jan Urso. 44, Galen Urso. 45, Saw Guerrera. 46, Vel Sartha. 47, Sintakaz. 48, Chirrut Imwe. 49, Cal Kestis. Beautiful. And with that, if you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including all sorts of book reviews, comic book reviews, movie reviews, and the like. I'm, a get, I'm about to start getting back into writing, methinks. I'm going to start writing reviews instead of just recording them. It takes a little bit more uh, forethought for something like that. And I think uh, I need to want to flex the old writing muscles again. It used to be a big passion of mine that I've put, put aside for a while. So I'm going to start writing reviews and putting them over there. Um, I'm very excited about that. So that's patreon.com slash pennybloompod for $3 a month. You can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. Head to Twitter, follow at pennybloompod. If you're, uh, wanting to keep up with our top 100 star Wars characters, we I'm posting them up over there. It'll be a nice little written version of it there. So you don't have to go back and listen to it. It's all there. It will all be there. Um, it's going to be a little behind on purpose um, so that, you know, it entices people to listen instead of just posting it all so that mm-hmm. they don't have to listen. There's so, there's there's a method to the madness there. Um, head to Instagram, follow at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember to leave a five star rate and review wherever you might be listening and keep coming back for the last four parts of our top 100 Star Wars characters. Next Tuesday, we're uh, knocking out the 30s. Next Thursday, we are knocking out the 20s. The week after that, we will be knocking out again on Tuesday and Thursday. The mm-hmm. teens, and then the top ten will come on, wow, May the 4th. Look at how that worked out. Boom. Quite the scheduling on our part. <laughs> um, so for the next few weeks, we got five a week. Um, we've been yeah. doing that a lot this year. We're busy. Hey. We're busy fellas here. Uh, it's all good. It's, well, uh... what's funny is I didn't even, like, think about that this year or, like, this time. When we started, like, scheduling that out, I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Tuesdays and Thursdays are open. Why don't we just put them there? Um, yeah, yeah, honestly, kind of, Febu- like, February, uh, just, I don't know, it's kind of like we did so much that it's now, now it's like, well, nothing. I don't know. We don't have anything Tuesday or Thursday. Yeah, we might as well. Yeah, 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 we can do something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, fuck it. It feels yeah. weird to not, like, to have a gap now. No, I know. Um, like, whenever we have one a week, it was a slow week, and that's, like, a normal podcast, yeah. typically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> True. Um. That's very funny. But uh, 
Yeah, so we're, we're busy, guys. We got a lot going on here. Uh, Friday, we continue our comic book journey through film. That's tomorrow. Uh, Spider-Man 2002. Perfect timing also because it's getting put on Disney Plus tomorrow. So you can go ahead and watch it on Disney Plus along Wait, with Spider-Man 2 what? and 3 and The Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man Homecoming. All of them coming to Disney Plus tomorrow. Not and no perfect way timing. Perfect like, timing. No Way Home as well or no? Not quite. No. Just just the five I said. Uh, Spy- the Raimi trilogy, The Amazing Spider-Man, and Homecoming, and that's it. Don't know why. Not far Don't from know the. Um, I'm imagining there's some sort of contract stipulation where so, um, uh, maybe after a certain amount of time it can I now see. go on that platform. Hmm. So maybe in a couple years we can expect Far From Home. and then That's a... so nice, though, that they're fi- they'll finally be just in, hmm. in kind of one place. That's Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. Oh, that's really so, awesome. Okay. Yeah, and it'll give Michael a, a reliable place to watch it so go. that we can finally yeah. talk about it. Boom. Um, Perfect. Yeah, so Spider-Man, that's our episode tomorrow. Go ahead, watch it uh, on Disney Plus or wherever you might have access to it and listen to us tomorrow on Spider-Man 2002. Monday, we continue Game of Thrones. Uh, rewatch Winter is Blooming. We are past the halfway point in Season 3. We're going to be on to Season 3, Episode 6, The Climb, which if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you know that's a good fucking episode. Uh, and if you are a Game of Thrones fan, it's been incredibly rewarding to watch this show week to week. I can't mm. recommend you do it with us enough. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. It's been super fun, so strongly recommend that. Um, yeah, and uh, oh, yeah, we're also going to be joined by Claire DeGenero once again. She was on for our Batman and Robin podcast. Um, we're going to go back over Mandalorian Season 3 a little bit, reflect on it, and put it in a ranking with the other two seasons of The Mandalorian. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, that's kind of nuts. It's a, exactly a month away. She was on Batman and Robin, which came out on the 24th of March. And then now, if I guess planning to record them, I don't know if you wanted to release it on the I'm not day, sure when I'll if, put it out. That'll be did, six episodes in a week. Be, so. That would be a month exactly apart. So. Yeah, you know, then I'll probably just do that. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if we want to fill the fill, you know, it would be satisfying to fill it all up and, I guess, nah, you know, I want to be timely, you know, it just ended, yeah. why not, put it out as soon as possible, you know, uh, get the got and that out, it'll be fine, so yeah, Monday, you can expect winter is blooming, and you can expect a Mandalorian seasons ranking, where we will be joined once again by Claire DeGenero, so excited to have her on, and so excited to hear her thoughts, mm. um, just a wonder, wonderful person, wonderful mm. person to have on, so I'm excited for that, and I think, I think I knocked it out, I think that's everything think it is a SoCast, i guess next wednesday i always forget uh next wednesday we are starting the SoCast. if you don't want uh star wars on wednesdays to stop it doesn't have to you can come here and you can you know we've had it for four months starting january 4th we've had star wars every wednesday this year um and it's uh, you know we kind of want to fix that withdrawal we want to avoid it so we're going back through all of the essential moments of ahsoka tano's journey as a character and we're we're starting with the Clone Wars movie next Wednesday, where we will discuss it through the lens of Ahsoka Tano. It's all about Ahsoka. You know, whenever we do our uh, podcasts for reviews, we typically do like favorite scene, favorite character, favorite performance. Um, since it's all about Ahsoka, it's implied that our favorite character and performance is Ashley Eckstein's Ahsoka. So we're just doing our favorite Ahsoka stuff. Uh, we're doing favorite Ahsoka scene, favorite Ahsoka line, favorite Ahsoka shot. And uh, if there happens to be a dope-ass droid kill, favorite droid kill. Um, And I'm very, very excited for that. 
and I cannot wait for you to hear it. The Clone Wars was a fun revisit and a first watch for Joseph. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a good episode. And it's not very long-winded, 30 minutes. 30 minutes, it'll be a nice, quick little listen for you. Strongly recommend it. So, yeah, tons of shit that the Penny Bloom podcast is doing right now. Um, remember to download. Very important. We're almost at 14K, which I imagine this episode will get us to. Very cool. Thank you, everybody. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, remember, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. And it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And save the rebellion. Save the dream.